tricks he'd built him. I know that when I'm sitting at home, bored out of my brain with nothing actually important to do, and I'm ready to clean out my ears, I spend that time listening to Chip and Chuck with their awesome podcasts. Happened to cross our little podcast. Just good. something to you. Uh, yes, welcome to the Roller Derby Wrap. I'm Chuck. Chip. Chip. And in the studio, well, wow. a very special guest. Uh, not someone who we probably would have thought would, we, would ever grace us. Never. With never, her, never, with never. Her mighty presence. Champion Ruby, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good tonight, boys. Thanks wow. very much. Thanks for coming I along. The dark ale. Wow. It's a very cold and wintry <laughs> night here in the studio. Mm, bit of a step down for you. Going from the hack Triple J yeah, studio, seasoned media performer, and then to, uh, look at this shabbier, shabby. Yeah, setup. well, when I go on the hack, don't <laughs> on the hack. When I go on hack, um, I'm just in like a little cubicle in the ABC studio, so it's actually a lot oh. nicer in here. What do you reckon? <laughs> well, we got this the jib and chuck crap shack. So. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we are here. We got Ruby here to. Uh, to give us her uh, Derby Girl knowledge we're talking about... And keep us in line. Keep us in line, let's be honest. It's the tight reins on uh, Oh, and I will Chuck. be doing it as well. Don't you worry, boys. <laughs> Brilliant. Good. I don't think you'll even need to. I think your mere presence will be intimidating enough. Oh, I'm seriously we'll like, scared shitless. We'll be like the little naughty boys when the principal comes and sits right behind her. We'll be like, oh, look at us doing our work. Yeah. But um, yeah, about five... About five. I missed one. I'm glad I got that right. About five. Uh, roll chain rollers versus the wild horses. We did was... miss about four. Oh, we should. Yeah, probably best explain that. Yeah. Well, we we need to we need to tell everyone what happened. Yeah. Ruby pulled out, so yeah, we had so to pull the just, pin. Yeah. It's her fault, basically. We, so we just didn't worry about it. Yeah, uh, grand media events have been known to make it or break it based on my presence. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. not surprised. <laughs> yeah, and just wasn't worth it. I was sick. I didn't even see it, and Chip wisely thought no one wanted to hear him talk for, for forty minutes. minutes. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. <laughs> I don't even want to hear myself talk for forty minutes. But it's a great bout to be talking about this one because it was, I think, the, I've been going for two years. It was the best bout I've seen in two years. Big call. But you reckon it's in the top three? I You've been to pretty much every bout since day dot. I reckon it's top three, without a doubt. Without but a doubt. Don't you think that the quality of this season Absolutely. anyway is up there? Absolutely. It's bound to be, so I mean, all that experience. Mm. Um, and it's just, there's so much strategy and so many skills happening on the track that when you combine it, especially with two teams like the hearses and the roadies, that's just a grudge match from last year. Yeah. Right? Especially, Trying to reclaim that title. Especially this bat. It was savage. It was savage. That second half, yeah. it was brutal out there. Mm. It's always a shame to waste that bout on a, on a... It should have been a final. It should have been... Mm. Well, in my mind, we might have seen... Well, I don't know, because you're going to have the roadies be. go up against the salties in the final, I and know, that's going to be just as brutal. Yeah. I know the salties and the roadies played... Uh, the bout before, I think the roadies are a bit harder, but that's just that's. Do you just, mean harder to beat, or no? Just a harder team in general. I just think they can go for a lot longer and a lot harder for a longer period of time, and they and if they're down, they can catch up, and they they prove that on on this bout as well. Yeah, but the thing with the salties and the roadies is that they have that similarity in that mm. they both come from behind. That's what she said. <laughs> She's already doing our jokes we for need us. Pretty, we just, need to put the lens on you. Groups, we'll just step out. <laughs> oh you can my just gosh. take it on your own. You've been tainted already. Yeah. No, come on. I do have to apologise to anyone listening, but as Grimey <laughs> Nickers will attest, that is an old classic joke of mine from way back. <laughs> Stolen straight from Michael Scott. Um, no, they, they both are classic for coming out in the second half. If, they've, if they're down in points in the first half, they both come out hard in the second half. And they make it much harder to beat them. Mm. Well, that's that's the second. They, they'd they come from behind, obviously, against Miles Dye in the first bout of the year. And, yeah, massive one against... 
We had a training session um, with some international trainers over the Easter holiday, mm -hmm. and one of the things that um, Body Destroyer told us was that a lot of the times it comes down, and especially when you're thinking about um, all four teams in the league at the moment, they're pretty evenly matched. I mean, they all have different skills, and they bring different things to the track, but basically the, the points have been quite narrow in all of the games, so I wouldn't say that anyone's significantly better or worse than anyone else. They're just different, and sometimes it comes down to the luck of the day, and as Bonnie said, a lot of the time it comes down to who has more gas in the tank yeah. at the end of the game. And the thing is, they both played a really, really hard game on, on Sunday, and they both came out hard, and they gave it their all. But by the end of it, they were all just exhausted, and you could really tell that in the hearses. I mean, poor Bessie was just... We're definitely going to be talking about that. We'll get to Bessie. We'll not talk at Bessie, about Bessie a little bit at length tonight, but she yeah. was sucking in huge ones on the on the very last Never the very last jam. Exhausted. Oh, She's she an was amazing player. She, she comes out strong and hard in every jam that she needs to go out on. And she's been—I don't know if you've noticed—but she's been blocking a lot more this yes. season. Yes, and she was she was like targeted hard mm -hmm. this bout. There's no doubt about that. Like. And there was a few. There was a few calls that probably didn't go in her favour. We we saw from our from the side we were sitting on. Yeah. There was a few calls that probably there should have been penalties given, but you know she did get taken at head height a few times, and it was it was a bit rough. She lets the umpire. She lets the refs know though. Every time she gets hit. Yeah. It's barrel mouth messy yeah, when she gets hit. We think. Yeah. She, she's the yappiest player out yeah. there she, as far as chatting to arms and like sort of cajoling us you know like just appealing to the umpire mm. telling them they're wrong it's she's yeah. just motivated yeah well when you when you're someone like and it happens with Kit Kat as well I mean not so much with the refs I'm not going to mention I'm not going to comment on their interactions with the refs um, but Kit Kat is a target for people as well they're both really really strong jammers and they're people that you know, from a Derby girl's perspective they're not just people that you want to take out because you want to win against them but there's a you know, you, you get a thrill from taking out people like Absolutely, Bessie and yeah. Kit Kat, not because you want to see them go down, but because they're so good. And it's a great tactic because you know they're probably going to be jamming like soon enough. If they're if they're blocking, the next couple yeah. next couple like down the track, they're either going to be up next or they're going to be like sitting down having a rest, and they're going to be up again. If you hit them hard enough, no, there's no doubt that take them out. the hits that Bessie took during the bout contributed to her yeah. extreme fatigue at the end. At the end, mm. yeah. Because actually, there was some really, really good in every game this season. There was some really, really yeah. good blocking happening on Sunday, and from people that it is the year of the block. Yeah, but there's always been these kind of famous blockers who all the attention. Mm -hmm. is put on and a lot of times people who are actually doing really strategic blocking that maybe is not a massive hit that takes mm -hmm. someone out into the crowd but just pushes someone aside for long enough to get someone through that kind of blocking is really what helps to win a game mm -hmm. because yeah. um, well basically you're just creating holes for your jammer to get through yeah. and that's the problem if you've got someone constantly targeting you and people weren't watching out for some of these new blockers on Sunday like some players that maybe they didn't pay much attention to before, but we're like going out well, there and getting shit done. We'll hopefully yeah. get to some of those when we talk about blocker of the week. Uh, Chip, run us through the scores for anyone that any idiot that <laughs> listens to us but doesn't actually go <laughs> all the results. Okay, end of the first half, uh, we're at thirty-four to forty-four now. Um, Who's thirty-four? Oh, roadies, roadies. I'm, I'm a little bit under the weather here, guys. I'll, I'll let you know. I'm, as you can probably tell, oh, sick little chippy, sick as a, sick as a dog. Uh, Thirty-four to road train, uh, and the hearses were forty-four at the end of the half. You know, deadly, it was deadly close. Yeah, it was deadly close. Isn't much. There was nothing in it, you know. And as we've all seen before, ten, like ten points is, is fifteen enough. points is nothing in a game. Yeah, no. I mean it's it's starting to get to be a bit more something, but yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, fury that when the roadies were leaping ahead in those first few jams, all Fury needed to do was come out and get that triple grand slam, which isn't usual, but is totally possible. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of, Fury had a black eye before... <laughs> before the bout. Before the bout. Do you know anything about that? Uh, she was talking when she should have been listening. What? <laughs> no, I think... I think yeah, heard was, it first. I think she was skating with Pissy and Pissy... I don't know, that I heard that Pissy gave it to her, so... Wow. Maybe they had a bit of a rumble in the car park. Oh, great. Oh, saucy. Oh. Okay, anyway... Final, or just violent. <laughs> final scores, 
there was. I meant more like saucy gossip, not like I'm not like referring to the girl you and girl really saucy are. action. You're really on your best behaviour with me in the room. Aren't yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you've got to be. So at the end of the bout, um, road train rollers came from behind, but it was close. Like it, it was close. Come from behind. But yeah, at most, they would have been maybe close to 20 down at one stage. I'm not sure. We don't yeah. have comprehensive notes of every not score after every jam. But I think I've looked at 15, 16. Yeah, they would have slipped early. Yeah. It felt like... I think the thing is that it, even though it was a really pretty narrow score margin, it felt like for a long time there the Hearses were just playing a really, really tight, consistent game. And for a while, the roadies were a bit all over the place. Like, they didn't know what was going on. Mm. Kit was going to the box a lot and... You know, when you take a strong player like Kit Kat out of the equation, it can mess with people's heads on the track a little bit. And also, it's probably because, you know, it was, I think it was a bit ill on her behalf, there was a bit of track cutting yeah, going on. Yeah, a couple on, of times she got sent for that. Um, well, actually, I should point out that, um, shout out to Nick Spellatrix, because another thing that we learnt when the trainers came over Easter was this move, that hopefully you're going to start seeing a little bit more, at least trying to put it into practice in the games. And that's this tactic where you've got the jammer coming up on the inside and you sort of time it properly, mostly on the apex. You can do it um, where you kind of you use one of your blockers to whip around to jam, uh, sorry, to block the jammer on the inside so that you force them basically through the momentum to cut two people on the track. Oh. And that will force them into a major. And that happened to Kit Kat on Sunday. Nick's pulled that out on her. Okay. So look out for those... Little tricks. Yes. Wow. Because if you can get to the sort of the strategic point where you're forcing penalties on people, not because you're turning your back on them, but you're actually forcing them to cut the track, mm. that's a good way to get the jammer off. Nix is, I think, one of the more intelligent blockers out there. I'm not saying that any yeah. overtly stupid, but <laughs> she's, she's not just, a great. She she's not a big size. Really she's well, not either overt. She's not even overly tall, or she's you know, she's rather slender, but. Just does a, a mad job out there, and I think it uh, comes down to brains over brawn in her case. Yeah, and I think that one of the things um, that the league, you know, it's been going for so many years now, and when it's it's kind of getting to the point where it's not just about, well, you're, you know, six foot five and yeah, built like a blocker, it's so not, you're going to be not a blocker, about stature, you know, or and you're really really tiny, so you're going to go out and be a jammer. You know, some of the best blockers in the league are actually Ed Radical Edward on the Salty Dolls. Yeah, brilliant jammer, but she's a an amazing blocker as well. I'd say she's a better blocker than she is a jammer. I definitely said recently, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt she's been better. And she hits really, really hard as well. Really? Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah, she can... She can. And I'm pretty tall, you know. Some people have those frames, don't they? They just seem to be made of, like... They just fit in the wrong spot. Titanium or something. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, just fit in the wrong spot. I think yeah. that's what it is to take out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's actually a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> mm. well, so... Anyway, final score, 77. 77, 68. 68. Nothing in it. I think there was, I think going to the last jam, the, the road train holders were seven points up, and Bessie came out to skate against Mims, got lead jammer, but then was, like we said, was gone. I, she was bent over, and she often does the bend over against the, against the you know, aerodynamics happening, mm. but her bend over was sort of more like just not almost. She's just, just gone. She's just, just trying to pick up about her skates. And then she was knackered and yeah. you could see her just... This is the very Mims, last jam. Very last jam yeah. and Mims just got past her and Bessie was out on her legs and just called it off and well, she, what, she it was all like over. Nine points to make up and it yeah. was, was going to be pretty impossible anyway. I mean, if Mims, hadn't, if Mims had gone to the box, yeah. it could have been done. But, but you would have thought that, that if anyone could do it, it would be Bessie. Yeah, but they could oh, I think even if Mims had gone to the box, it wouldn't have happened. And in other bouts that I've seen, other final jams, you'd think, well, if the other jam is going to go to the box, Bessie will just go through this. But yeah. she just didn't. I don't think she had it in her. And even but think, on her own, wouldn't have been able to get it done. Yeah, and I think that that's actually testament to how good everyone else mm. is getting in the league. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a testament to the strength of the league. That yeah. you, you know, Bessie is always going to be a star jammer and a star blocker, actually. She's a really amazing blocker and a really great mother hand in the pack. But if you've got all these people who previously had been really, really scared of these players and, you know, it's much harder to sh- sort of shut them down and now that skill level's coming up so it's a bit more of an even balance, it's going to make for better derby to watch and something that, you know, everyone in the league should be really, really proud of. There was there was an instance where Bessie was playing, it was earlier on, I think it might have been in the first half, Bessie was playing with, I think it was Mims. Um, 
keeping her back. Oh, and the, the, the little toy. There was a bit of a, a, a tussle going on, and like Mims faked her and got past. This is this is when Mims has got through the pack, and Bessie's been yeah. quite proficient at this this year. Is if she hasn't got through, she gives up on going through, and then just works to block the yeah. other jammer from being able to do their second lap. Yeah, and, and you know, gives up on her own uh, her own lapping or whatever you want to call it. But, yeah, so she's blocking and there's a little show pony probably in front of the derby girls that was around and I sort of just... Mims sort of stood there, threw her arms out to the side and, yeah, just sort of foxed her in and then skated on past and... I think Mims scored... Done. Mims definitely scored... I think it was like four... She at least scored four for that jam, mm. so... And, like, left Messi for dead. Yeah. And, like... No, not, not putting... Not saying... Bessie's like doing anything less. I just see people getting up to that level of where she is. The gap between yeah. Bessie and the pack is definitely closed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's just rising up to meet her. Yeah, which is um, great. Yeah. And it also means that you see more of that playfulness on the track with the jammers, you know, like mm. the kind of the messing around and the hugs on the jam line and stuff. I mean, And it's fun to watch. Yeah, of course. And that's the thing, like what, what you're losing in, or some people see it as a loss to have all of those big theatrics and big hits taken out of the game. Now it's not fun to watch if you can't see someone knocked, you know, 500 feet into the crowd. But actually when you've got it sort of more controlled on the track and you have better derby to watch, it leaves room for that interaction and interplay, which is, is better for the crowd, I think, as well, because mm. as people get more used to what the rules are, they want to see more skillful derby anyway. Most definitely. I thought that what... I agree with what you're saying, but I think what really took this bout and made it the best bout I've seen was that that happened, but there were also some phenomenal hits. Like the, We thought the packs were the roughest we've seen as yeah. far as big hits on people at sort of opportune moments. So just, you know, when someone's distracted, and particularly on Bessie, and people, girls were just finding her at right moments, falling off, hitting her... Um, yeah, it was brutal packs, the hardest hitting in general that we'd seen. And that's not just one or two incidents where someone's flown into the first row. It was just mm. constantly hard hits. Mm. And yeah, I, I don't think I would have liked to be in the middle of the packs. Yeah, there's something when you're watching girls play and you're really enjoying watching the game, but there's definitely a part of you, even as a player, that thinks, oh, I'm glad I'm not out in that track right now because there are a lot of big hits and big falls on Sunday. And it wasn't just... I mean, some of them, I think kind of went back to that, um, like one person gets hit and then it's just a bit like 10-pin bowling. You yeah. know? So you're all in the wrong spot at the wrong time and you all fall over in a big heap. But a lot of the... You know who was doing some excellent blocking was Miss Whirl. Um, I don't know if you... Is, it, is she running by a new name just recently? Oh, uh, no, her shortened name has always been Whirly. Has it? Yeah. Okay. But her, her derby name's Miss Whirl. Okay. And she... Um, yeah, she was doing a lot of really strategic blocks on Sunday. She did in the follow through on the blocks, she did fall on a few of them, but I'd say that with Whirly, um, she had a knee injury a little while ago. so it's That's been, also why yeah. she's been a little bit under the radar, um, yeah. because she hasn't actually been playing. So. so for someone who's been out due to injury and then come back, one of the things, like when you, when you don't have to play for a little while because you're forced onto the sidelines. You're forced to actually watch the game yeah. and watch how people are playing it. So, I, And I'd say being in the hearses as well, she's got a lot of people in there who are going to be sharing strategies. You know, Bessie's excellent for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and she's been watching the game and watching the right way to play it and the strategic opportunities to take. And some of those blocks that she was doing on Sunday, just the right place at the right time and taking people out when they needed to be taken out, like she took Kit Kat out. And mm. that's... Like that's I said, that's kind work. of like a, a little trophy on your yeah. mantelpiece to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. I reckon one of the, I reckon the biggest evolution in me as a derby watcher was when we had Stacks in, and she said, the the biggest temptation when you start watching derby is that you're always on the jammers. Mm. So when they get through the pack the first time, you just follow them back to the pack, but nothing's actually happening. They just generally maintain position and just get back to the pack. She said, always keep your eyes on the pack. And when you do, you really start to... So much I think your happening. level of enjoyment really jumps yeah. up. And so anyone, uh, anyone who happens to be maybe listening and who tends to watch the jammers a lot, keep your eye on the pack 
you'll see when the jammers get back to it and you're going to see heaps more action and uh, just yeah, fills in a lot of blanks. Well, let's go straight to Blocker yeah, of the Week. Blockers. I'm talking about Blockers and there's a couple of names yeah. I haven't wanted to say because, you know, we generally we would like to do a big reveal on who our Blocker of the Week is. I'll run you through some of the, uh, the also-rans, but the excellent also-rans. Mm. Um, I'll throw up. The winner will be coming off the, uh, the truckers, as it says on my sheet. That is the road train rollers. Uh, girls, that re- we've got three ticks for Miss Wells. So there you go. Yeah. Three is good. Mission. If you get three, that's like, yeah. you know, that's your You've above average. Your yeah. uh, Murder Maid was good, I thought. Yeah. I only had two, but I remember her doing some good hits. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anonymous Skater, who we've been slightly critical of in the past, I thought was quite, okay. We've been had a quite couple critical. of ticks. I will not hold back on that. We have been really critical. Regular offenders, Nick, Stark, Slashers were all pretty good. I get four blocking ticks to Bessie, and that's what you're saying. She's spending a lot more time in the pack. She's actually a very good blocker. So, yeah. Well, she's always jammed before, so because people have expected her to jam, and she's said to me before that she finds blocking a lot more interesting and a lot more fun. And she's actually, she's too good at it to not do it, you know. And you can rely, you can fall into the trap of relying on someone like Bessie to get your points for you. And possibly why. They didn't get the victory as well. There was no one to pick it up at the end. Well, they were all just really tired. I don't know that it's necessarily due to that because they do have some excellent jammers. I mean, Fury's really good. For someone, though, that was sucking in, like, deep yeah. breaths at the end, probably... I don't think it's too brave to say that Bessie carries hearses late in bounds. Yeah. Traditionally, she puts them on her shoulders and carries them over the line. She and she couldn't should... do that. And what... I noticed when we were talking about Bessie taking hits, they're not just she wasn't just taking hits while she was jamming, which no. is you expect. But girls were seeing her as a blocker, and I reckon going extra hard to hit her, knowing that the more you hit her now, she's only a blocker now, so maybe the hit doesn't count for as much right now, but she will be skating later on. And I think she took some serious pain, mm. and uh, um, I said on Facebook that, um, you know, I thought it was the hardest hitting and Bessie just said, yeah, she said, ouch, was all she said. So I think she would have been a pretty sore girl oh, yeah, Sunday night say, and yeah. I reckon she would have been hobbling around work yeah. Monday morning. So maybe, maybe a nice bath after Sunday night. So we'll, I, I think, will other teams, do you think, copy that? If Bessie starts to get more into packs, will, do you think other teams will target her as someone you can hit up? While she's blocking, knowing that it'll have an effect on the bout on the bout later on. Well, I'm sure they will now that you've said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, um, Bessie. We'll be playing Oops. them in the grand final. So. She's coming in next week, so I'll that might that... have not been the best thing to. Uh... <laughs> I'll take that back to Mile Die. Yes, thank <laughs> the grand you. Final. Thank you. Um, but you know, that's. I mean, it's a fair. It's a fair kind of point to make about a team like the Hearses, not because of their skill level, but because when you have someone who is. So I think it was not a problem, but um, when Bessie left Mile Die to go to the hearses to start the hearses as well, it was something broke that <laughs> I think it broke the heart of. I mean, I joined just after she left, so I started last year, but it broke the heart of girls who were already in Mile Die. But you know, on the you've surface, Mile Die never really recovered. Well, I think that they've been doing pretty well this year. Have they won? Well, we we can talk about that later. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. I think the air just got sucked out of the room. I can't talk. I am crying. I'm (laughs) weeping on the inside. If you have someone like Bessie who people look to as, you know, they look to her as a mother hen, they look to her as someone who will pick them up on her shoulders and take them over the line at the end, and then you lose that, or you have someone like Bessie saying, well, I have to step back from that role because you guys need to learn how to do it without me. It can be really, really tough on a team, you know. She's... She's an excellent team leader, so... Yeah. And we did win that first game. Thank you, I'm just saying it. Oh! It Controversial. Oh, I'm going to come but back I know to a lot of I know a lot of roadies who agree. Oh, we, we got all the stories about after-party angst yeah. and girls not talking to girls on the other team, so we're going to come back to that. We're going to revisit that. Was You're not going to get away with that quite so lightly. Mexican standoff? Let me just finish off. We'll, we'll finish off Blocker of the Week before we move on to juicier topics. Um, I thought the truckers blocked really well, and that's partly because I like big hits, and they hit harder than the hearses did, no doubt. I think they just... Hit the body a bit harder. Hearst has blocked very well, very strategically, but for sheer force, they've got some absolute wrecking balls. And there were multiple hits oh. on the same person. I think it's it's put 
something in the back of their mind the next time they went to that apex they held back because they were thinking right I'm going to get, going to get hit and I don't like getting yeah. hit three times in a row <laughs> yeah one girl with bloodlust is definitely bride of skating yeah. <coughs> that's well, she comes straight from hell. So. Well, she does. She clearly does. She's really nasty. Um, Violet Crumble was pretty nasty in the packs. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, four ticks for both of those. Four, kit, four ticks for Kit Kat in the pack. Some of those might have been while jamming ticks. She's pretty. That's she I, gets pretty rowdy block, while jamming, block, and I, I block. count them as blocking ticks. Um, but the, my two standouts by the by the length of the uh, by the length of the straight. I, I feel really bad in splitting them, but one got six, one got seven. I'll go with the ticks on paper. Second place, and on any other week, would easily have been blocker of the week, would have been Lady Cadaver. Yeah. Was, I thought, excellent. With, and with, you know, with, with fans of the big hit, but without doing a lot of the big hitting, her role-playing and her just ability to, you know, stick her ass in front of someone... Um, was brilliant and she just yeah. blocked just people hot. time and time again and held them back for long periods of time yeah. I think it was actually around your corner she did like a huge stretch of just our corner Bessie. do you hear that? the chip and chuck corner there we yeah, go the chip and chuck corner yeah she kept Bessie back for quite a while yes. you know and yes. Bessie's really really good at that uh, the duking and getting around someone who's trying to hold them back are there role players on the blocking team I looked at Cadaver a bit as the bout went on and it seemed to me she was often in terms of the pack on the on the skating sort of off the end of the pack waiting to intercept the jammer um well we have positions so you've got position one two three and four and people uh, assign different roles to that you know you can does it always go to plan though it doesn't seem like it goes to plan it depends on how your team works yeah. you know sometimes i can i can only speak for my team and we kind of tend to move in and out of the the positions or work um particularly on a particular thing in position three, say. Yeah. Um, other people are a bit more fluid about it. But one thing Caddy sounds like she does is something that um, I like to do as well, whether or not it works necessarily, it's just something that I like to do, is do that thing where you hold back a little bit and you wait for the jammer to come up and try and take them out before they can Yeah, it's sort of like an interceptor. I don't know if I'm very good at it, but it just seems like a natural kind of inclination so maybe that's where Caddy's coming mm. from as well, well. She's, she if really her role good, is to be that fourth in line interceptor she did it bloody brilliantly yeah and uh, I have it from on inside where that's her last bout she's off overseas she is she's off on a big overseas oh, adventure so that might be her last ever skate for ADRD which makes it uh, even harder for me not to give her a uh, blocker of the bout but might as well. We could just yeah. give a joint this week. She was bloody excellent. My blocker of the bout was Gogo Fiasco, who is an assassin, and she laid more brutal hits than anyone quite, else. Quite scary. Actually. Just when she hits people, they get hit, and she just like you, you, I'm watching the jammer, and then out of nowhere, like I'm not even in my vision. I'm like, whoa, where the shit did she come from? Bam! Hits them and they're gone. She's nasty. She's got those amazing long legs that just seem to be able to step from one side of the track to the other. And she's keeping her feet after these big hits as well. Doesn't go down. Someone that's tall and gangly. Yeah, she's keeping her feet with these big hits and still staying with the pack after she's taken someone out, which I think is incredible. I I turned to you and I said, bloody hell, I think we might have blocker of the bout here. And you said, yeah, well, you noted in bout four that she was laying massive hits as well. Absolutely furious, yeah. For for efforts in in bout four and five, yeah, blocker of the week, go, go, fiasco. Yeah, well done. Well done. And what about in the hearses? You must have some notes there. Yeah, yeah, I went through hearses. Did not Nix, Bessie was good, four, lashes, three. Do you even know? Didn't know. You, didn't, you didn't talk about any of those. I totally did. You I talked about Miss Well. You mentioned Miss Well. I said usual. I said no. I said usual suspects, <laughs> Nix, Starks. Oh, you're not even listening to a word I'm saying. You're just over there drinking out like here. It's pretty much like heating yourself on our gas. They don't listen either. They put it on and just go and do the washing or something. Bloody hell, that's so offensive. <laughs> All right, let's get into your woe man of the match, Chip. My woe man? Uh, see, I'm a bit... The woe man of the match, I'm, I'm a little bit scary of it. It was a hard week. It was, a, it was too tough. It was too tough. 
uh, I'll give I'll be able to give a jammer, but I think we're going to have to I think we're going to have to pass it over. We're going to doff our hats to you yeah. on the oh, way, man. On the way, man. So because oh, we, we have <laughs> given it to a blocker before, but we thought the jamming was pretty even. Yeah, kick out was good. Bart spent heaps of time in the box, like you said. Yeah, I'd so say that. that I'd say that it. I'd say it's just that the the quality of the game and the skills was so high and. Um, Kit Kat's normally been able to just kind of block her way through a pack, you know, but against the Salties, she... It's not like she struggled, but she struggled to have that clean, easy run that she's so used to having. I'm going to throw up to you every time we bring up a name. Is Kit Kat... Can we scrub her off, or is she she a contender? Don't look at the textures from your own knowledge of the bounce. Stop feeding (laughs) off our knowledge. Someone that was very critical of shit all we know. (laughs) Trying to look at our notes a lot here. I wouldn't give it... No, you yeah, wouldn't. No, crossed out. Crossed out. Cat, you're not one man of the match. Killer Kazi. Killer Kazi. Killer is amazing, and I love watching her jam. I'm not ruling her out just yet. Keep her, her, uh, keep her in. She got four one-man ticks, which is very good, and was excellent. She didn't jam a hell of a lot, no. I didn't think, but... Every time she did, dominated. I've never noticed her before. I'd say she the strongest jammers for the, for the roadies. Ooh. Trixie Beldum and Trixie Prime. Oh, well, you know, yeah. Trixie, that, that's going to be that dirty life is that goes without saying, You'll Trixie. be on the couch tonight. No. No. Trixie's life. definitely up there. Oh, so Trixie, Trixie, she... Trixie, in contention. I have to give it to her. She's my wife. Oh, you're going to give it? And Mims? Um, I'd give it to Trixie... Over Mims. Oh, so you're crossing out yeah, Mims. Fair Mims enough, fair I would say, I agree. We'll look at, we'll look at like Mims is always Fury, a lot of fun Fury to work. Fury of got the massive power jam or whatever yeah. it's called. Black super, Fury. Super califragilistic jam at the start. I really dislike you deferring this to me. This is very, very intense. Oh, look, yeah. look. You've you, you brought yourself in here, touted yourself as an expert on Derby. I never touted myself. Oh, I think you did. And uh, um, now you're uh, trying me, to weasel tell out. Tell me your no, you don't get to know. No, Fury? Yes or no? Do we cross Look, actually, out? I'm going to tell you my personal woe man of the match. Yeah? And okay. it might not necessarily be... I mean, she didn't jam. It's not necessarily the person who gave the most blocks or anything, but based on... Where she's come from to to what she did in that jam in that game, my okay. woman of the match was Miss. Well, it's not a most improved award. I'm saying that that was that was the one that I was most excited about watching. All right. You know, you, you like you go and you watch best, a game, you expect best on track. You expect you yeah. expect someone like Bob. Who is the Bob? Best on track. You're telling me Miss Well was best on track. I'm saying that I had I took a lot of pleasure. Do you even have you listened? Do you know what? Woman <laughs> isn't the little like charity pat on the back award. It's for the best on track. The MVP. I don't think it would be... Okay, well, if... All right, so my personal pick for favourite person to watch was Miss Whistle. All right, so Miss Whirl wins the Champion Ruby Award. <laughs> the most improved player. You, are, you best, can take her out best. for a tofu dinner or whatever you do. we got the steak dinner. <laughs> the best person on track. Oh, um, oh, look, I have to give it to Trixie. She's Trixie! Again. Again, another steak. Oh, oh wow. Trixie's the only one that takes us up on the steak. Because they steak, oh, isn't it? Oh, fucking hell. Oh, right, we're out of pocket again. It's another 20 bucks down no, the drain. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks a lot. Trixie, oh, right. she's just, an excellent blocker. Trixie, just chew it this time, would you? Last time you just pretty much ate a whole oh, one gulp. Inhaled it. Yeah. Oh, licked the blood off the plate, too. <laughs> it was outrageous. So, one out of the match, Trixie Beldum. Well done, Trixie Beldum. I, I, I have a note here on Trixie Beldum. Trixie came in and said that she loves nothing more than playing Bessie. Builds herself up for it. Didn't quite say it, but probably just in the way she talked about it, probably admitted that she's probably not really ever much got the better of Bessie. But I, I just nodded Jonna down here that at one stage she outjanned Bessie 7 to 0. So well done, and there Trixie. You go, Trixie. Mm. Well done, Trixie. She would have been thrilled. Thrilled. Say that so pants. ominously. Be, I think she'd be even more thrilled now. That you know what I was thrilled mention. about? I, I when Guns pro- went the whip off lashes and pulled her pants down. Oh, that was. Did you see that? You I wouldn't have had the good angle. That was you funny. Were, yeah, on the other side, that was actually good. We lost our shit. That was pretty amusing. It was. And they were down, but gracefully pulled them back up again. Oh, lashes is all class. I don't even know All class. Other girls would have left them down. No. <laughs> us, us deviants, we noticed it straight away, of course. But, like, in the next quarter, you wouldn't have even know. No. Yeah. I think in a game in um, the season before last, what year was that, 2009, um, Crispy Saltbush's skirt was ripped off at one point. This is true. Again, graceful in, in wardrobe, wardrobe malfunction. I mean, what are you going to do? You're not going to stop the, the jam. No. 
Yeah, what do what do you do? Just make sure you're wearing really good underpants. Mm. Here's another note on the back. The old grandma that we still have them on. Next belt. No, you treats. do you do want to have them on. Oh, really? Yeah, if you're getting your pants pulled down, you want to have full coverage. Uh, all right, if you got it, shout it. <laughs> Next Bellatrix just broke all rules of sport when we saw her sucking down orange quarters before the match. Yeah, before. You can't do it. Is that before. not allowed? Is that's it for half time. Orange quarters are half time. That's for half time. Under a school soccer taught me I'm that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if you realise that Derby doesn't play by the rules. Oh, that's pretty good. Touche. I'm just bitter. I was never allowed to have the oranges at my sporting events. They pushed me away. They said, you just sat on the just, fucking bench a while. Just, <laughs> just gave you a record. Cool, you tubby. Yeah, that's about it. I reckon that's all. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's a wrap of about five. But we want to have a quick chat to you about mm. yourself and Derby and things. Oh, you did bring let's it up. Let's be honest. Let, no, let's, let's go. Let's, oh, yeah, let's, let's start there. That, come on, talk to us about that one. I hoped you guys were going to forget that I'd mentioned I'm that. I'm glad no. you did. I did, but Chip didn't. Yeah, he's, a, he's a wily little bastard. Look, there were a few issues in, in the bout. Um, mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is that personally, I feel, and I know that a lot of other people feel, including mm. roadies, oh. including including roadies, oh. feel like is perhaps... Is derby wife, perhaps? There's quite a few, actually. Oh, including, including her. Including I've her. spoken to her about it, actually. I feel like that would be blurring the lines a little bit too much. That <laughs> um, maybe there was just a few bad calls. Oh, so you were disadvantaged by some dodgy umpires. It happens, though. You know, bad calls happen. Sometimes they go in your favour, sometimes they go against. They just Speaking happened at crucial calls, times in this particular bout. I was doing my Facebook spying, and uh, Wolf <laughs> Whistle uh, was out on Facebook admitting he made a big fuck-up. Yeah, I he read that. He, got, I actually... he said he got psyched out by a skater, implying that he didn't make a call that he should have. I want to know what the call was. I, in all honesty, have no idea. You have no it, idea? I haven't asked him about it, so, yeah. I, I don't think that would be in the refereeing code, would it? To admit your mistake. No. You'd be the first referee to ever do it. <laughs> yeah, it can be a bit tough there. <laughs> you know, yeah. we get used to, um, you know, we try and be really, really respectful of the refs and... Try is the well, when you're, when you're, there. When you're on Well, when you're on the track and you feel like they've given you a bad call, sometimes it's difficult to keep... Your yeah. mouth shut. But there are some... I will say that there are some refs who are really, really good at issuing penalties. Yes. And just shout-outs to Grumpire and Brain. Some, Brain some and get arrogant. I'd just say that they do it... They deliver them in a way that um, isn't... Rob salting. That you, you know that you've got a penalty, but you haven't been yelled at like a naughty child. Oh. Just, yeah, some of them get a little a bit skill. tut, tut, tut. Oh. There's a skill. Um... Yeah, they're really, they're really, really good at giving penalties out to the girls. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, no one likes to admit that they've made a mistake. Mm. Yeah, Wolf Whistle, come on to, come on to the Chip and Jack page and uh, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Perhaps it could have been a different result if not for this, but I'm sure every umpire could say the same thing. But I, I think it's I'm hoping that enough. what it was was that he tried to give a penalty and the girl on the track psyched him out and said that it wasn't one oh, and wow. that he deferred. Because that would be a bit of a victory for us. So. Yeah. Well, I think it's great that an umpire can admit when they're wrong. So, well done to Wolf Whistle. I'll give him that one. Oh, and for someone that we've said is too whistle happy, you can blow his whistle. So, how do we, we can't be too hypocritical about it. Exactly. Um, well, I will, we will talk to you about what first brought you across our path. It was in, I think, maybe our first ever or second ever early days in Chip and Chuck land. And we, we I think it was, first, it was your first podcast, actually. Could have been the first, could have been the first, and uh, we were a little bit critical of yourself. You, you were fresh, this was your fresh meat season. This was season. first year. We, we were horrible. We were horrible. We, we were later taken aside, and by stacks particularly, and she said... Beaten repeatedly above the... Yeah, she said, don't be such fuckheads, and we said, okay. I was like, we'll drive. And we took it, and she said, particularly to fresh meat, but we were pretty mean, we were, uh, do, should I say, do I not say? We called you Champion Ruby and uh, also made, made, we tried to refer to your your frame while skating and it perhaps wasn't done as... Uh, yeah, thanks for making me live, relive that right now. Yeah, well, but I want to talk to you about it. No, no, talk, <laughs> we want, yeah, come on. This is a chance for you to talk to us about 
what it's like to be a Derby girl, to have people watching you, to have arseholes like us criticising. What was it like for you at the time to then... To go from a... You, you're skating and no-one really ever says anything from the outside and then to hear a couple of dickheads uh, having a crack. Well, firstly, you know, it was... Um, I had to listen to that podcast and, you know, it's not ever really nice to have, you know, to hear people say things about the way you... I was, I was less actually upset about hearing something about the way I looked than I was about hearing, you know, a reflection of the way that you play because if you're doing something that you care about, you know... Like I said to you, I've said to you guys already that people have called me all sorts of different things throughout the years, so um, it didn't really hurt me as much. But I did take on board actually why you were saying it, and not that I'm saying you were right for the way that you went about it, but um, you know, you, it was pretty accurate in terms of a, a ref, of a reflection on how I was playing at the time, and that did actually encourage me to go and try and be better at the game. Um, Boy, did you show us! Well, you've only seen me play once. No, no, no. We, we acknowledged at the end of the season. I think it was yeah. uh, at, towards the end of the season. We, we we put it out there that you know if you if we knock someone, if they come out prove us wrong, we will we'll eat humble pie. We ate humble pie. You probably had given up listening to. The podcast oh no, I had to listen to that one actually. Yeah, it was rubbish anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't say that. You should always believe in what you do. No shit. It was shit ass. Um, well, the thing is, okay, so in terms of people being on display and stuff like that, one of the things that, one of the reasons why girls play derby is because it's an ex, it's an ex, inclusive community, it's a good environment, you know, promotes sport, but anyone can do it, you Sounds know. Sounds like it's out of the charter, that one. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that, you know, a lot of girls grow up thinking that they can't play sport or that they don't have the fitness to do it or they don't have the right body or they don't look good in a uniform, you know, like stupid things like that. Well, no one's going to want to come and watch me play because I'm not a size 10. And Derby is a place where they can do that. And to, to know that people are judging you negatively and to hear it is really fucking hard for a lot of people, you know, and it's not fair and it's not... If you're a fan of Derby, then it's not about, you know, whether a, a girl is, you know, a big-framed girl or whether or not mm. she looks good in her shorts. So... But I don't think that you guys have been doing that lately, so that's, no, that's good. You've learned yeah. too. Yeah. Wow. We've grown up. It's, oh, it's, like the, no. it's like the end of an 80s sitcom. Everyone's learning a lesson. Yeah. Building bridges. Delightful. Yes. But wait until you see the grand final because a lot of people are going to surprise you. So. What do you mean? Well, you know. The, you... How are they going to surprise us? Because they've just been getting better and better throughout the season. Next oh. season's going to be even more amazing. You know, And that's the thing. Like A lot of freshies this year have, have come in and... Mm. Who's your pick? Who, who's been the most impressive freshie on the Mild Die team? We've only got two, so um, and one of them broke her wrist at the start. Of pretty the, offensive to the other one. Well, one of them broke her wrist at the start so of the season, so she hasn't played yet. That's so lucky. I don't, think, I don't think it's really fair. So who's your most impressive freshie overall? Yeah, I'm not sure overall because you get to see everyone. Keep going. Who, who's yeah. impressed you on one of the other teams? Um, I'm really, really impressed by Blue Renegade on the Salty Dolls. She's an excellent jammer. Um, and she's a really, really good blocker as well, and I think she has a sports background, so she's got that kind of aggressive drive in her. That The thing is that actually all of the freshies who have come in this year are, are really fearless. They've stepped up all of their skills training, and for, in terms of what they were like one month into training after fresh meat compared to what a lot of freshies were like at the end of last season, not even any comparison. Mm. And did, do you have a sports background yourself? How did no. you come to Derby? What made you think I'm going to do yeah. that? Um, I just was really attracted to the idea of playing Drunk sport. Drunken bet? No. Yeah, you know, I, I liked, look, it's the fishnets, isn't that what everyone says? No. That's what I um, say. Yeah, I don't know, like, it looks like a cool sport, it looks like anyone could play it, and I didn't have a sports background, I don't have a sports, I never thought I had a sports body, so Did it was you just ever miss spent childhood? Did you do a lot of four wheel skating when you were? Yeah, a no, I was just a big fat nerd. So. <laughs> Put your hands up if you were too. Yeah. I was. <laughs> That's why I sit behind a computer and do a podcast. And so uh, we were talking just off air before about your derby wife. I mean, everyone has derby wives in derby. Not everyone does, but most oh, people do. You know, if you want to be part of the cool crowd, then... Yeah, well, so tell us what this wife. derby wife is. a click within the click. Yeah. The derby wife is the person who, and this does come straight from the charter, 
The derby wife is the person who holds your hair oh, back yeah, when you're vomiting up at the after party, and uh, the one who comes and holds your hand when you go to the it's hospital. It's an easy job for your derby wife. You don't things. seem to have a lot of hair at the back. Well, not as Trixie. Oh, I see. <laughs> Was this a good mutual well, decision? Oh, I don't want to hold your hair. You don't want to hold no. mine. Let's just cut it off. This is getting ridiculous. Let's just cut each other's hair off. Did you? Did you? Did you get assigned her as an older skater? Yeah, she Did they sign you a mentor? How do you find your own? Trixie was a fresh meat girl with me. She, was she? Yeah, she oh, was she was. Of course, so of course, of course. We proposed to each other. Oh, really? So on bended knee. She proposed to me via email. Oh. It was very romantic. Oh, lovely. Um, Oh, she asked me, and I just thought, well, yeah, as if I don't want to be has with the best question in the league. Has mm. she got any other derby wives? She's got one in Canada. Mm. Oh. I think, yeah, international. Oh, you were saying you have more than one. I actually do have another one in the league. Wow, it's all very edition, polygamous, so. isn't it? It's like big yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's very religious and um, quite sexist, too, so. Hmm. Ticking all the boxes, isn't it, really? So you anything. guys would kind of, like, be each other's derby husbands? Yes. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. Actually, I, I don't, you're my derby wife. Yeah, I'm I think the, the wife. Refs, the yeah. Ref, oh, the yeah, ref I'm the wife. Yeah. Fuck. Well, you'd both, you'd both be wives. <laughs> yeah. Double wives. Yeah. I can handle that. Yeah. Maybe we do a bit of yeah. wife swap. Ah. Yeah. Derby wife swap. Derby wife swap. we got a new program. And if, if you're my wife, Matt Cardi's my bitch. Yeah. And your bitch. Just throw that out there. He didn't even come. He, it, you know, Matt Cardi. Yeah, I didn't he hung that. up on us. He did. did we called. He, we called, him. We he didn't come on. Didn't come on Sunday. Rang him. Hung up. Oh. We we thought he had the shits up with us. To be honest, we thought we offended someone else. <laughs> well, that would so be like you would. Would be the first time. Would be the, would be the last. Take that off your list. <laughs> anyway, now we're just talking about our own business. Yeah. Get um, yourself. Yeah. Chip. Oh, what have I got to ask? Ask one last question for our lovely guest. Mm. Favorite, favorite thing about. Oh, I've got to. Hang on, I've got to wear this right because I don't want to do it. Uh, ooh, no, I'm just going to do it. Favorite thing about mild die because I know my favorite thing about mild die, but I want to know your favorite thing about mild die club. You tell me yours first, and I'll tell you mine. My favorite thing about mild die club is the red and black. Red and black, love it. Love it. That's what sucked me in from the get-go. When, when I was at the first bout that I went to, it wasn't even a choice. Who Sounds no better than purple and orange. I'd like to dress up and support the hearses, but... Looks, looks, better, than, like looks better than... Dickhead. Like light blue. Looks better than oh, blue teal, and white. Teal. Straight away. Favourite thing. When I first started Derby, I wanted to be a salty doll. Uh, and uh, when I was chosen to be in the mild eye club, I very, very quickly came round to it. And I will say that a lot of that was to do with... The uniform. The friend. No, look, it's just... Um, every, t- every girl in every team will tell you that their team's the best because their yeah. team's the closest and their team party's the hardest. But, yeah, I don't know. Just How can you go wrong with Raw Dog as a captain? You can't. Yeah, she's fierce, actually. We can't wait for the next bout, to be honest. Her to get angry again and go and smack someone and just get sent off, it's like, so four good. times in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cannot really? wait. What a captain. I'm going to end on the word association. I've done it for the other guests. We'll do yeah. it for you too. Uh-oh. Now, these are just the same words. I've, just, I've wrote the words for Mr. W particularly, but we've just done them for Tracy and we'll do them for you. All right. And it's so convenient it's... that you're so angry about this. I'm going to start. So I say something, you just say the first thing comes to your head. Not a single word necessarily, but, you know, keep it short and snappy. About one. When? <laughs> Road train rolls. Teal. Mr. Hot Rod. Hot. Ooh. Dr. Tim's. Uh, piss in a can. <laughs> Your best hangover cure. Oh my god, more sleep. Best blocker in the league. Letter loose. Favourite TV show. Uh, currently Game of Thrones. All male derby. I wouldn't want to play it, would like to watch it. Vegetarians. What's the point? <laughs> yes! So, sorry, got excited. Team Zebra. Uh, brain. Bessie. Awesome. Tits or legs? Legs. Excellent, well done. 